You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. This call is being recorded. My boo. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave Watson at Bow B-A-W-L Sports, and you can follow us at Locked On Bulls. You can also shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail by dialing that number 331-979-1369. That's what we're going to be doing on this episode, we already took a bunch of your text messages, and now we are getting to the voicemails. And there are so many of them that we're going <laughs> to split them up. This is part one of two episodes worth of voicemails. You guys are getting all kinds of bonus content this week. But you know why? Because it's free agency week and the Bulls are actually doing stuff. stuff. Goodness gracious. Big Dave, how are you, my friend? You excited for all these voicemails? Oh, you know, I love talking to people, Matt. You know, it's one of my favorite things to do is just talk to random strangers and hear thoughts that they have and literally spend time with them. And you look at me and say, what the hell is your problem? And I say, I love people, Matt. I can't help it. So, yes, bring on these voicemails of wonderful Bulls fans and the things they have to say. I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, just so you know, we had a lot of voicemails in our inbox. We're not going to get to all of them between these two episodes. We're going to try and get to as many as we can. Uh, but just a reminder, if, you know, even if, uh, especially you're a first, first time texter or caller and we didn't get to you, don't be discouraged. It's obviously a busy day, a busy week for Bulls fans. Everybody's got a lot of thoughts and opinions. So keep calling and keep texting and we will get to you eventually. We promise right. we want everybody to feel like they are a part of the show. Um, so with that, let us start off with our first voicemail, which comes to us from the eight. Four, seven. What is going on, guys? Matt and Big Dave. Big Dave, congratulations, man. It's my first time calling in uh, since you have been placed in. I know you've got a lot of these already, but congratulations, man. Love you. Love going back and forth with you on Twitter and, you know, outsiders everything. Um, so, Matt, Dave, what's going on, guys? Um, I got something. <laughs> I got something that I just wanted to ask real quick, put in the air. Uh, I know that this is going to absolutely enrage some people. So let me just put a precursor out here. Um, you know, growing up in Chicago land, man, uh, my, I grew up, my dad had VHS tapes of, you know, Bulls, Michael Jordan, everything. I grew up watching. I love the Bulls. Um, but grew up kind of playing baseball, you know, forever. So I was like four years old. Um, you know, kind of fell away from basketball a little bit in like some of the middle years. You know, still love Melo, Kobe, LeBron, um, Baron Davis, a couple weird ones, Allen Iverson, but um, Derrick Rose made me kind of come back and be super dedicated and just, like, into basketball again. I started playing basketball. Um, you know, he brought my love back for basketball, especially like Bulls basketball, you know, as a kid when I had a lot of other things going on. But I want to throw this out there, man. Zach Levine is getting close, close to being put on a pedestal as a Bulls player that I think D. Rose is on. And let me, let me just, before everyone just goes crazy, 
you know, Rose being drafted first, being from Chicago, I mean, it was no. just special. From the start, you know, everything was just so special about it. But I think if you watch Levine, and especially right now in USA Basketball, the things that he's doing and can do and the way that just everyone's attracted to him, fucking, I'm sorry for my language, just, you know, just absolutely – uh, just draws to him and the stuff he brings, the energy he brings. I mean, Levine, if, if you added a couple playoff moments like Rose has had where he hit the buzzer beater, just some stuff like that, I think Levine is getting close, especially just based on the stats here, guys. It just stats-wise, the progression, the way he's just trying to put us on his back. Um, I think he's getting to a level where he should get some of the same respect as, as D. Rose. I think he's reaching that pedestal of a player for us where – it's time to, you know, figure it out, get him where he needs to be and see where he can take us because, you know, if, if he if he likes being here and he keeps doing the stuff he's doing, stuff I'm seeing in USA basketball, I mean, he could have a, tri- or he could have a statue one day, guys. I don't know. You tell me what you think about that and, uh, you know, can't wait to hear back. See you guys. So – How's that curveball we threw, y'all? You probably thought, okay, first mo- voicemail, somebody's going to react to Lonzo or DeMar. Nope. Here's, here's somebody saying, are we about to see Zach Levine reach the levels of adored in Chicago as one Derek Rose? There's a wow. curveball from the voicemail inbox. Wow. Appreciate you calling, Big Dave. Um, I'm a privileged white kid from the suburbs. You yes. are South Side through and through. I am. And you are an African American. I'm going to let you feel this one because you certainly know more than I do what Derrick Rose has meant to some people in this city of Chicago. So, what do you think about this? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me remove some things first before I go into it. Let me remove uh, being a black man first uh, from this. Let me just talk basketball. No. <laughs> like bro like this is this is the mvp the youngest mvp in the history of the game and i don't want to do this because i love zach levine but we got to talk facts I, it, I love the youngest in the history of the game we just did a show where matt asked me should he be an all nba player and i i had to think about it and you know say maybe i don't know you know even if he has a good year and to go to playoffs they'll have to take a look at it I don't think I've ever said that one time about Derrick Rose. It was like, yeah, Derrick Rose is all NBA. It's, it's just what it is. You know, you're, you're top two, three players in the league. If you're telling me that he's on a Derrick Rose level, then you're saying he was he's he's going to be at some point a top two or three player in the NBA because that's what Derrick Rose was when, when he wins an MVP. You're a top two, three player in the NBA. Then you're going to have to look at it monetarily. Are people buying their shoes because of Zach Levine? Because people are born around the world were buying D Rose's shoes and still are buying D Rose's shoes and wearing Adidas because of Derrick Rose. Does he have that kind of popularity globally? I don't think so. Does he have that kind of popularity to where you can't even wear the number one, even though it's not retired? You can't even put it on or even look at it? I don't think so. You people were scared to even take his locker before he left here. You can't know. It's it's not there yet. Um now, let me come back to, to just being here from Chicago. It, it means something that he's here from the city, that he grew up in Inglewood, that he went to Simeon, that he went to the same school as uh, uh, Ben Wilson and Jabari Parker and was super successful there. Um, and then he came back home. That alone means a lot. And those are reasons why Derrick Rose can come in here and just 
be left alone and it's Derrick Rose and get the love that he gets uh, from black, white, pink, yellow, whoever color. That's how he gets that kind of love because of the hard work, you know, the the grindstone, you know, that kind of thing. But he's a hometown kid. He is from the city of Chicago, literally the city of Chicago, the rose that grew from concrete. Like it's in his name. So Zach Levine is awesome. Okay. Hardworking. You know what I'm saying? Put the team on his back and did all those things. Still hasn't won four games in his NBA career yet. We're talking playoff moments. We can we deal with some regular season ones first? Let, let's get that stuff popping off. Let's get him over 35, 40 wins. Now, you know, let, let's do those kind of things first before we start saying, you know what, one season and he's on Derrick Rose's level as far as that's concerned. It's 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 a still a lot of things he has to do basketball wise and globally to impact and to have the level that Derrick Rose. Now, Jimmy Butler, I can see that comparison. Like, I'm like, okay, I can see that comparison. That makes a little more sense there. But dude, Derrick Rose here, bro. No. Like Matt, Matt is 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 worried about even saying bad things about Derrick Rose because he knows <laughs> the Derrick Rose love here, even though he has Ooh. to tell his truth. But he's still like, mm, I don't know if I should say it. Well, you know what? I got to say it. You know, <laughs> he doesn't have that kind of second thought process when it comes to Zach Levine. It's not like that. You know what I'm saying? Or any other player for that matter. It's not like that. So it's a whole different spectrum, bro. Like, I, I hear what you're saying. But trust me, this is, this is a whole different monster, boy. I promise you. Yeah, man. I'm with you. Uh, and I will be, uh, you know, uh, succinct in, in my response to that call. I, I think it's as crazy as you think it is. <laughs> I, I think Zach Levine has certainly won over more Bulls fans over the last couple of years compared to the amount of doubters from the Bulls fan base when he came in and even people who thought that they shouldn't match the Kings offer a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I certainly think that Zach Levine is uh, making himself a lot more appreciated and adored among this fan base and in this city oh, of Chicago. Absolutely. But it's still, no, I mean, he's at base camp. <laughs> Derrick Rose is at the top of Kilimanjaro. Are you I'm kidding saying, me? Oh, right. This like, is arguably like top four bull all time. You know what I, I'm saying? Like, what do we, no. I mean, the, the one conference finals appearance this organization has since the, the, the dynasty ended is the season when Derrick was the league MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Like, Zach's no. not even close. Now, again, as our caller said, fast forward a few years, does Zach and the Bulls have some playoff series wins? Does Zach have more accolades to his name? Are the Bulls a, uh, a title contender with Zach as a, is its main piece in a few years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then maybe you start to climb up that mountain a little bit closer to Derrick Rose. Right. But Zach will Zach will never have the kid from Chicago. He will never yeah. have that. Never. Um, I you know I th- he's embraced this city, and I think he said that he loves the city, and the city has showed him love back. Absolutely. If he if he brings the Bulls a championship, then he'll add that. Yeah. But I honestly, like, even if Zach Levine wins the Bulls a championship, I don't necessarily think that, no. like, more than 50% of the fan base would say, oh, I adore Zach Levine more than I adore Derrick Rose. I, I know. Yeah. No. Derrick Rose is different, man. He yeah. is different. Yeah. <laughs> as, different. As I have learned. And look, as a diehard Derrick Rose fan, I was defending him back when he was, you know, d- wavering on whether or not to come back after the ACL. Bulls fans yeah. were tearing him down on Twitter, calling him soft, calling him selfish, calling him. I was defending him. Yeah. And then, yeah, when he left, I thought it was time for him to leave. Right. But, man, I, I have learned that you don't. Whew, Bulls, Bulls, yeah. Derek Rose fans. Yeah, man, bro. No, that's, yeah. that's something else. 
That's yeah, you don't you don't come from from the, for the city, bro. Like like that's that you when you're from the city and you're beloved by the city, you don't come for the city. Like it's right. it's really that's how it is, man. Like he is protected. You know what I mean? Like you you leave Derrick Rose alone, bro. He's got to climb. He's got to climb past um, Jimmy Butler. He's got to climb past Joe Kim Noah. Like he still has levels to get to before we start even mentioning him up there with Rose, Pippen, Jordan. You know those kind of guys. So right. he's got some levels he's got to go through first, man. So yeah, let's do that first. But even like Matt said, even if he does get that championship, people will be wearing Derrick Rose jerseys to the championship rally. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Thanks for the call. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Let's revisit it in a few years and see where we are. Yeah. Uh, you thought that was a curveball. How about this curveball? This first part of a two-part voicemail uh, is we're just going all kinds of wild. You guys are wild and we love it. This next voicemail comes to us from the 773. What's going on, Matt and Dave? It's Armand here. First of all, I just want you guys to know I love the show. So happy that Dave is here to be a part of it. And I respect everything that you do, Big Dave. I love you, Big Dog. But it was me who sent that text telling you to let me get in on some auto ads. And guess what I did? I went as far as to even write my own ad for you. So let's get into it right now, baby. Got a tail light out? Need a new hubcap? Tired of those squeaky brakes? Well, don't waste your time and money at a chain store. Head over to rockauto.com where they specialize in aftermarket parts for nearly all vehicles. They've got great low prices and fast delivery too. Make sure you enter promo code locked on bulls in the how'd you hear about us section. Can't forget to make that connection. If you need some new parts tomorrow, mm. head on over to Rock Auto. Hey. Put an end to all your sorrow. Oh, hey. Feel like you just won the lotto. Oh, hey. Rock Auto. I'll let your boy Dave let me know if I got the job, player. <laughs> yo, yo. Give it up for our mod. I mean, well Big Dave, what what do we think about this? Well done. First of all, thank you for all the wonderful things you said uh, about myself and Matt. Um, well done, sir. Very well done. You put that together nicely. Uh, I love the rhymes that you tossed in there. You know, that was real smooth. I, I really felt that. That was nice, man. That was real cool. Here's my only thing, man, since he wants to come for it. This is my thing. I don't know if that was top of the dome or not. And that's the key about what we hear. Because what I'm throwing out to you is, is off the brain. You know what I'm saying? I, I need to know. It was fly. I'm not saying it ain't fly. It's dope. And it was hard. And you had me jabbing with you when you when you hit that lotto. I was like, okay, that you know what I mean? Those are bars right there. But you know, are you tossing it off the top? You know, that's that's how I kind of pride myself on. You know, I'm I'm off the top with it. Like I got the uh 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 driving down the street, hey, and your brakes they start to squeak. Rock auto, yeah, rock auto, yeah. If you need some new parts, because your car just won't start, rock auto. That stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's off the hey, brain. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Like that's, that's off the brain. You know what I mean? The like, serve has been returned. Oh, my goodness. You know goodness. what I mean? <laughs> it's dope, though. It's dope. I'm not saying it ain't dope, and it's deserving. Matter of fact, man, we we, we got to – listen, call back. Give us your name and, and, and your address. We're going to send you some stuff, man. We're going to send you some swag, bro. Like, for real. You deserve it. You deserve some swag for that. I, Clap I that, that up. 
I think that Reed deserves some locked on bull swag for sure. Uh, for real. T- text us 331-979-1369. We'll send you some locked on bull swag. Um, that just gives me a better idea, Dave, is that we do should it. just make our listeners do our ad reads for us. Oh, just like, yes. you know, just, hey, we've got this voicemail inbox. We just give them the ad copy and then we just let them do that part of the job for us. Oh, I love it. Yo, okay. That, okay. Yes. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> Listen. Y'all call in. Okay, call in. You know, leave your name. You know what I'm saying? Leave your address. And and whatever ad you want to read, read that ad. We will play those ads on air. And if we play it on air, we will send you stuff. We will send you that locked on swag. So call in, leave your name, you know, leave your address and your ad. You know, we will play the ones that we are like, these are the good ones. These are dope. We will play them. And if we play it on the air, you will get that locked on swag. That is a fact. That is a promise. Put it down. Do that. Yeah, that'll be cool. I like there it. There you man. go. I like and it. you know, you can send us your, your mailing address via text or email. You don't have to like tell all of our listeners where you live. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Great point. Yes. Text, email. Yeah. If you don't want the world to know where you stay. Yes, you can do it that way. Absolutely. But please do that. Cause that would be awesome. If I would love to hear more of this, man, cause that was excellent. Okay. Let's not, let's not get that lost in that. That was excellent. Very well done. And you hit the music just right. I love how you hit the high note. You know what I mean? I want you, I want you to believe it though. Next time, you know, I want you to believe that you can hit that high note next time. I want you to be like, yeah, I can really do it. Cause it felt like you was holding back just a tad, just a scotch. You ain't want to give it all to us. You know what I'm saying? I want it all. <laughs> We want the whole thing, baby. Put it all in there, man. Like, come on with it. But yes, great job. Great job, man. Great job. Wonderful. I hope we get more of those. That was really entertaining. Yes, that was. Um, hey, are you ready for part three of our super weird voicemail episode? <laughs> it's, we're going, man. We're going. Let's do it. This, Let's this, do it. This next one comes to us from also the 773. What's up, Big Dave? This is DVS. Uh, how y'all doing, man? Uh, figure that call since we were we're celebrating competent management in our front office. But uh, while y'all were doing y'all's show, uh, announcing this, I know it was on the Merkel Spur of the Moment. Y'all didn't give Big Dave his flowers. And I, that's why I called in. I ain't called in in a while. But, dude, he said that we got Lonzo Ball for loose quiz. <laughs> I know y'all don't have the cultural relevance to understand how <laughs> hilarious that was. Good job, man. Y'all get that man in flowers. That's uh, that's one of our regulars, DVS checking in. Good to hear from you, man. Uh, Big Dave, I, this somehow just like flew right over my head. Please enlighten our listeners what this comparison was when we were discussing how cheaply the Bulls got Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> First of all, shout out. Way, way to catch that. First of all, my man, shout out to you, my brother, for real. Um, man, when you need a square, like say you out on the street or at least around where I'm at, uh, you out on the street or, you know, you at the bus station, you know what I'm saying? Or the train, you know what I mean? You're getting on the L. It's always the loose square man walking around. You know what I'm saying? Selling loose oh. squares. Oh, yeah, loose always, square. I th- yeah. I heard... I heard loose squid, and I was no, no, so no. confused. <laughs> no, no, loose squid. And he always hollered. Usually, the guy, he's hollering, loose squares, loose squares. You know, that's how he says it to you, you know. That's why he's selling it out there. So, you get you a loose square, you know, you get you a Lucy, you know what I mean? Yeah, for, for yeah. However you get it. And I'm sure, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you've got one. You know, you get you a Lucy, and 
you know, you do it like that. And that's why I was comparing, you know, what the Bulls got in the traffic, some loose squares and some ketchup, which now that I'm saying it out loud sounds like a really dope album, loose squares and ketchup. Like, that sounds like a really <laughs> great album that I would listen to, man. But, but yeah, man, thanks for catching that. I appreciate it. Thank you for the flowers, man. For real. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I I know loose squares and loosies. I heard loose squid or loose quid. You know, like the British term for like coins. And I was like, is is this in reference to something that I am completely missing here, dude? That would be even funnier if I was referencing that for British coins. Right. I, I, I like that even a little bit better. You know what I'm I was like, I, I like d- didn't didn't know Lonzo was British. Okay. Right. Uh, we, we got him. We got him for six pence. <laughs> like we we came up like. We did well. I <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. No, man. That's I, I love and, the know, At yeah. uh, you know, you know, we we talk. It, we've we've got another voicemail coming up. Somebody who disagrees, but I honestly think that you know, yeah, pretty much a couple of loose squares and a bottle of ketchup. All things considered, that what, what do we give up for Lonzo? We give up <laughs> like, a, a backup role player in Sato yeah. and a, a second round pick, and mm-hmm. uh, you know who? What else did we send that? Or, or was it just that and two second rounders? I think it was that and two second rounders, if I'm not mistaken. I believe I so because Aminu went with Demar Derozan. Aminu so. went with Demar. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, we yeah loose squares, guys. <laughs> like really, I mean, like we loose squares and catch up, man. Goodness you know gracious. Mean? You know, which one you want? Like, I got well, you. Roll a, roll a socks. You know, that's what we gave up. That's right. What we gave up. My, my go-to when talking about, like, low-balling and trade offers in the world of sports is a ham sandwich. That's the one <laughs> I always call it. Like, we, <laughs> that's a good one. We got we got Lonzo for a ham sandwich. Hey, 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 Charlotte, would you like to give us a ham sandwich for Larry Markin right now? Because I'd take Come it. I'd ta- take a ham sandwich for Larry Markin at this you point. Know? Thin layer of mustard right on top. Just a thin layer. That would be yeah. all right. Yeah. No, yeah. no yeah. ketchup. You, you, no ketchup. You, you, you can keep all that ketchup. I love um, ketchup, man. What's wrong with you? The ketchup is the best. Oh my God. Yeah, no. No. If you're <laughs> under tw- if you're under 12 years old, you don't need ketchup in your life. <laughs> Stop hating, baby. Stop hating. How else you eating them nuggets? No, you better you get should- you some ketchup. You should see the condiment section of my refrigerator. I have no, I, I, I have odd jar of ketchup in case any of my house guests request it, and I will give uh. it to them begrudgingly. But I have <laughs> I have like eight or nine different kinds of mustard because that's <laughs> what you need. How do you have eight or nine different mustards and one thing of ketchup? That what is that? Come on, man. Who has eight or nine different mustards, first of all? What, what hey, is man, going on? Sometimes you want some cheap yellow. Sometimes you want some Dijon. Sometimes you want some of that stone ground. Sometimes you want that golden <laughs> spicy brown. You wow. got you, you need it. You need all the varietals. Wow. I'm not mad that you have that. I'm just mad that you have one bottle of ketchup. That, that Come on, man. That's not fair. Ket- ketchup, is ketchup, ketchup is ketchup is ketchup. That's the point. That's why mustard <laughs> is so much better, because there's such a greater variety of taste, texture, flavor. Ketchup is ketchup. Sometimes it's cats up. You know what I mean? We'll oh, change the name okay. up on you. You know what okay. I mean? Sometimes we we'll flip the name up on you. You ain't even ready for that. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like that's how we roll it. You roll, that's how we roll, baby. Everybody gonna know Heinz before they roll with Grey Poupon, is what I'm trying to tell you. All right. It ain't, you know ain't no Grey Poupon field. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're not gonna take this weird debating energy between ketchup and mustard right now, and we're gonna roll it into our next voicemail. I, I listened to this the first time and I laughed my ass off, Dave. Okay. Not everybody is a fan of these moves. Check this out. This voicemail comes to us from the 312. 
Man, you guys are such homers. I Like, I don't understand how you guys can say that Alonzo Ball and Alice Caruso are good picks. This is the same shit that the old front office did. There's nothing new. This team is trash. Those picks are trash. Like, all those free agents are trash. Team's going to be trash. <laughs> Dude. Who, who, who pissed in that guy's ketchup? Oh, my God. <laughs> I said spicy brown mustard. You gave me this yellow. <laughs> I'm angry right now. Dude, I mean. Tell, I, tell us how you really feel. Oh, my God. I don't mind the anger. I just need some reasoning. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, Thank I need you. Some, I need some facts behind your anger. I don't mind you being upset about it. You don't have to like it. But give me some logic. You know, and not just say, this is stuff stuff Carpeg did. And I'm like, well, that's not logical because it's not in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Something that they would have done. They would have never done anything like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lonzo Ball is a really good point guard and something that the Bulls really, truly needed because, honestly, they have not had one since Derrick Rose got up out of here. So we haven't had one of significance of talent and, and can actually help your team since Derrick Rose. And Lonzo Ball, regardless how you feel about him, can't help your team. Like, that's what he does. And then you get Caruso, and I'm like, what's nothing wrong with this dude? They got an athletic guy who plays defense, who's one of the best uh guard defenders in the league like the numbers back that up like that's right. the actual fact that's an actual truth and and he's a champion so you want guys who have playoff experience and you want guys who know what it's like to win and you want guys that play defense on a team that was devoid of it uh last year that was one of the things one of the many things that they struggled with so now you can brought in two guys who like to play defense and they're both really good at it and that kills some of the things that you have issues about but I don't, I don't know what you're upset about, honestly, man. And I'm sorry that, you know, I'm sorry it happened to you. Let me just say that. Whatever happened, I, I apologize that it happened to you, man. I like how I kicked it off, man. You guys are such homers. That's how it is. I love it. I love it. What man. do you think? <laughs> I, I mean, I, this, this has got to be a relatively new listener. Because if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, going back to the days of me and Jordan, uh, I, I – I think this is the first time I've ever been called a homer. I mean, oh my God. Like, I've been sitting here bitching on this podcast for three and a half years about how the Bulls' incompetence is driving me crazy. Yeah. But yeah. like you said, man, hey, if you got a complaint about the Lonzo deal, about the, the Caruso deal, I, I'm curious. I did sift through our voicemails and see if this caller called back after DeRozan to offer his take on that. <laughs> no, 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 no follow up call there, but I'm sorry. Getting Lonzo. And DeRozan, in the, in the span of a couple of days, in the very beginning of free agency, is is nothing at all like Gar or John ever managed to do. I mean, this is, whether it's Lonzo or Caruso or DeRozan, you are addressing needs of this roster after watching for your first season on the job. Lonzo, mm -hmm. as you said, you're adding some playmaking, some transition playmaking, a guy who increased his three-point threat, who can play on or off the ball and is a long, talented defender. You add Caruso as a role-playing guard who can also shoot the three. He's got sneaky hops. And guess what? He is one of the best point-of-attack defenders in the league, and that was one of this team's biggest weaknesses last season. DeRozan, who's going to be our wing? We need a quality wing. We need somebody to take the scoring pressure and the ball handling pressure off of Zach Levine. Crunch time pressure off of Zach Levine. Boom, here's a four-time All-Star. Like, as you and I have discussed in all of these episodes this week, 
every need that they come across when they are analyzing what this team has and what it needs, every decision is logical. You can mm. see the logic behind it. Can. Gar and John just took turns tying each other's ties around the, each other's faces and played blind like pin the free agent on Benny the Bull's tail. They didn't know what the <laughs> hell they were doing. They just made <laughs> random signings. Hey, here's Jabari. Hey, here's Wade. Hey, here's Rondo. None of it made sense. This front office is addressing what the roster needs mm. and boldly and competently making moves, moves that would like, you know, Gar and John couldn't find their way out of a paper bag, let alone execute these complicated sign-in trades that have all these multifaceted layers and, and uh, you know, and, uh, you know, intricacies. Don't tell me that these moves are the same as the old front office, because if you tell me that, what you're telling me is that you're not paying attention and you don't know Bulls basketball. Mm. So like, you know, not, not to just like rain in on you guy, but like, if you're going to come with that, back it up Yeah, because you back that up with nothing and you're wrong. (laughs) I'm not so sorry to tell you and appreciate you calling, but you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. It is. You're wrong. But call back. That's what I'm saying. Call back. And I I would love to hear your reasoning. Honestly, I would love to hear your reasoning why you feel these are bad moves and why this team will be trash. Why a team with three all-stars is going to be trash in the East. I I really can't wait to hear. Honestly, I want to hear what you feel and what you believe. So please call back in, you know, let's hear it. If you could, like, just as a fun experiment, let's see if you can work the word trash into your follow-up call (laughs) just, just a few more times. Because I wasn't quite clear what you felt about what this team is going to be next season. I, I want to say I heard the word trash once or twice, but let's really see how many trash words we can work in there. Because I, you know, man, trash. Yeah, impressive. Uh, seriously, like, no hard feelings, man. Uh, that, and, no, like, zero. look, I, I enjoy getting calls and texts from people who disagree with me, disagree with us. We're yeah. Bulls fans. It's something that is wonderful about this big Dave. And you know it as well as I do, mm-hmm. uh, especially, you know, working together on outsiders, getting all those live reactions from fans after games. And we got, you know, stuff on our teleprompter and like Bulls fans, a lot of time disagree with me. I'm sure yeah. sometimes they disagree with you. Absolutely. Everybody has a different idea of where this team should go and how we are going to get from point a where we are now to point B, which is hopefully mm-hmm. winning championship or championships again. We're allowed to have different opinions, but back up your opinion. That's all I ask. You know, back up your opinion. Don't just call in and say, this is trash. These moves are trash. This team is trash and hang up because I'm going to make fun of you a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to join in. (laughs) Like It's going to happen. So don't do don't set us up like this is what we're saying. We're too silly and too logical to to have that kind of emotion come at us without no logic behind it. So. Yeah, you got you got to come got come with something, man. Are you gonna get this? You know, hmm. even though this was entertaining, I'm gonna say I got I got to tell you though, it was really refreshing to get a voicemail or a text from someone angrily calling me a homer because it's like usually I just get texts in, in tweets and in, and voicemail from people be like, oh, you're such a hater. So right. this was, you know, this is a this is a nice refreshing, refreshing change of pace. Yeah. There you go, there you go, Matt. See, I told you it's out there. See, yeah, you turn it around. Mm, love it okay uh we're gonna take another voicemail and uh i think this one is actually basketball related i think we've we've made our way through the crazies in our in our inbox and we're gonna get to some basketball here this one comes to us from the 630 
Hey, Matt and Big Dave. Love the show. Uh, Jared calling in. Just wanted to say I think we haven't covered the most important aspect of this Lonzo Ball trade, and that's that yeah. Gar Foreman is serving as a special advisor to the New Orleans Pelicans. So mm-hmm. uh, I had some friends reach out to me and say, hey, maybe this is some sort of amends that he's making for what he did to the Bulls. I'd say that it's just him doing what he's always done. Now, thank God, he's just doing it for the other guys. Um, you know, as a special advisor, I'm not saying he's there pulling the string, signing on the dotted line, but I'm guessing he at least has to see at the table. So um, just wanted to point that out. I'm sure that's going to be uh, be a source for a good rant for you guys. So have a good day. Keep doing what you're doing. Take care. <laughs> Appreciate the call, man. Uh, you know, I think I'm all ranted out after our trash, trash, trash. <laughs> right, <culture>. right. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I, I honestly hadn't thought about that until I saw somebody mention it on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. after the Lonzo deal. I was like, oh, did did we just did we just benefit from the fact that some poor team out there was actually willing to give Gar a job? <laughs> like, <laughs> I I had forgotten. I had forgotten that they brought him in as an advisor and. Mm-hmm. Most everybody, other other than trash, trash, trash guy, uh, you know, so, some NBA pundits didn't like the DeRozan deal. They thought, you know, the Bulls gave up a first round pick that they shouldn't have. They thought they mm-hmm. overpaid for a guy who didn't have a lot of other teams competing for his services, whatever. Some of that stuff was valid. I have not found an NBA pundit, bull, you know, either local Bulls person or national NBA person who looked at that trade, that sign and trade and didn't say, wow. Bulls got a great deal getting Lonzo on that, and what the hell are the Pelicans doing? Because that seemed to be the take that everybody had. Yeah, I, I heard a lot of what the hell are the Pelicans doing a lot. And you know what's wild, man? Like, I didn't even remember that guard was even on the team, which which is a good feeling, honestly, because he's completely out of my brain. And I was like, wow, I forgot he was there. And then I, when this caller, uh, when Jared was talking, I'm like, wow, he did love Tomas Sadoransky. <laughs> he really did. Have, yep. He brought him in here, and you know how he loves some second-round picks. Um, like, this feels like him, you know, but I'm just happy to say that it's not us. Like, it has nothing to do with the Chicago Bulls of, of getting the, the short end of the stick. Everybody's looking at the Pelicans like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you doing these things right here? You still and they're still like we still don't have a point guard. And they're like, well, we just got Tomas Sadoransky. The point stands. You still don't have a point guard. But guess who does? The Chicago Bulls. <laughs> we got a point guard and a really good one, in my opinion, from New Orleans. So if Gar had anything to do with that, cool. Maybe Gar had something to, to if you want to go further into the conspiracy world, maybe he had something to do with uh, the reason the trade didn't go down the first time because he wanted Lowry and, and just wanted too much because that sounds like stuff the Bulls front office used to do. Uh, not want to give up their toys, you know what I mean, and, and, but want all the other toys in return. Like, that sounds like some Bulls, like, was always willing to do. So, yeah, if you want to go that conspiracy theory route, cool. I'm cool with whatever route you want to go, my man. I promise you I am. But the end of that route, we are taking different roads. <laughs> New Orleans is going that way with Gar, and we're going this way with AK and Mark Eversley. And I'm going the way with AK and Mark Eversley, man, because that that I've been down that road, and I'm not going back down there. <laughs> no. Orleans, buddy. Good, good luck, Pelicans. Um, yeah. Sorry that you have to that. deal with that. 
it's yeah. it's it's this is similar to what we heard that like Portland brought in Jim as like a defensive oh. like you know uh, go with him uh, and, and and outside hire an outside analyst whatever like oh yeah we're gonna go we're gonna turn to Jim to fix our dude, dude Portland, <laughs> and, Portland's and then defense their team exploded continued to be trash <laughs> and their team exploded in the offseason. I mean Colts gone everybody gone they don't know who they're picking up losing people Lillard might want to leave like it ex- I told them don't get them bring this cancer into your team that it will infect Dude. he is a virus it will infect it man and that is exactly what happened and it's it's sad because Portland is Portland is a good team but now Melo's going you know, like guys are out of there, man. Zach Collins out of there. Like guys are leaving Portland, man. And I promise you, I'm I'm putting all the blame on the ball headed minutes. I promise you, just for being there for three weeks, I still think it's his fault. Truly, I mean, <laughs> phew, man, I I don't feel bad at all Mm-mm. about him Mm-mm. or about Gar. Mm-mm. You know what that? You, you know what else that makes me think of, Big Dave, is sure. when you, me, and John were were lucky enough to get three like. Did anybody want them like to going, going, gone last second invitations to that Bulls charity gala like oh, uh, yeah. last year or a couple years great. ago um, as NBC employees? And but you got there the, mm-hmm. the earliest of all of us and you were yeah. just like wandering around the Advocate Center yep. and you run into Gar Foreman in <laughs> like do. the hall. I do. And you tell us about it the next day and you tell <laughs> us this whole story and about how, you know, you tell Gar, oh yeah, like I'm Big Dave, like, um, you know, we, we got this post-game show where it's like fans talking about the game and, mm-hmm. and he asked, he asked you, are you mean? <laughs> and you said to him, <laughs> I think we're fair. I think about that. I think about that all the time because thank God. Thank God it was you who bumped into Gar in the halls of the Advocate Center and not me. Because you were nice to him. From what I I heard from that story, you were nice to him. And I would have gotten A, thrown out of the Advocate Center, and or B, fired from that job. Listen, man, I knew my role. It was a reason I was there so early. Because I'm usually not there early at stuff. But I was there early. I was on time. I was super early. And yeah, I was just walking around and I saw him. And you know, the, fu- the other funny part of that story, Matt, is when I told him who I was and I told him the show, he was like, oh, I never watched it, never watched it before. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I'm explaining the show to him. And then that's when that stuff, that's when he asked me, what that mean? Now, right in the middle when he asked me that, his wife comes out and she walks up and I tell her who I am. And she's like, oh my God, yes. We, I watch that show all the time. Gar, honey, we watched that. That's the show I'm talking about. And I recorded. And so we can watch it when you get home. We watch that show all the time. And she's going, and he's looking at her like, why are you ruining this right now? I just told him <laughs> who he was. What are you doing? And she's like, she's just, you know, they're like, you guys are great. You, oh, you usually have a hat on, don't you? That's why I didn't recognize. Oh, I watch it all the time. You're one of the best. You guys aren't mean or anything. You guys are just really nice. And I was like, yeah, I was just telling them that. Like, we, we, we're not mean. You know, we're fair about stuff. And I'm just laughing yeah. in my head the whole time because I'm like, another deal you tried to do that went, <laughs> went bad. Right, right, right. And, and like, hey, there is example one of a million that Gar Foreman is and was a liar. He's a liar. And he's, you know, Jerry Krause had the nickname The Sleuth, right? And, and all of, like, the backdoor dealings and the shady ways that he would try and, you know, control situations and, and power grab and all this stuff and, you know, back channeling and talking about people behind their backs or whatever. 
Gar was Sleuth 2.0, but without the team building expertise of Jerry Krause. <laughs> like, all of the stories you heard from second and third hand sources of like, oh yeah, yeah. Gar like has spies within the Bulls locker room and he's got yeah. spies on the coaching staff and he yeah. has all these people report back. What's this person saying? What's that person saying? So when you told us that story and he said, to you now i don't watch that show my first thought was bullshit he doesn't watch that show because you know why he wants to know what everyone is saying about the team because Mm. he doesn't like it when people are mean Mm. Mm. that's a good point Uh, and you're right and and also must say i mean his wife first of all his wife was awesome let me say oh i'm sure i feel bad for her a little bit but i'm sure she's lovely she's lovely and delightful and, and she was really sweet and really kind man like and, and I must, and Gar was very nice to me. He was, he was very nice. He was very kind to me. They were very kind to me and, and, you know, sat there and when we had our conversation, but I just found that really hilarious, you know, that, that he just was like, I know watch that show. This wife was like, we watch it all the time. Like, like this, this is our joint. Are you kidding me? Like, like this is the best show on television. And I'm just like, yeah. And I'm telling yeah. him, you should have heard me, man. I'm like, yeah, you know, we're on NBC Sports. You know, we come on, you know, late, late night. So, you know, you're probably at the game. You know, you probably don't catch it, you know. Because I'm thinking in my head, why would he lie to me? You know, I'm, I'm right. Like, like, who am I? Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just happy to be here, man. But cool. But yeah, that was that was really, really hilarious, man. But honestly, they were a lovely family. They were. He right. Was really lovely. Well, I, I'm glad that they were lovely and I'm glad that they treated you, you know, kindly with respect. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, I just, yeah, I think, thank goodness I, I didn't run into them because, <laughs> yes, I, you know, you. I thinking about Gar sitting at home watching that show, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, what, what a couple of the rules that Bulldog gave us at the start of that <laughs> show, uh, you know, you, you can't make it personal. Yeah. And you can't you can't call for anybody's job, right? You can't yeah. call for anybody to be fired. So the creative ways in which I had to like tiptoe around calling for the front office and the coach to be fired. And I remember multiple episodes of that show where I was just so pissed off after another mind-boggling loss. And people were like, oh, what's wrong with this person in the rotation? Or why isn't this player playing well? And I was, you know winking into the camera being like maybe it's not the players that we need to be worrying about and just Dude. also wondering like am i going too far am i about to get fired uh-huh. after this episode <laughs> like no, y'all y'all don't understand out there i used to have to have pep talks with matt before before the show <laughs> just right 30 seconds before we go on air i'm just looking at matt in the face like matt don't get fired matt no matt matt look at me look at me don't, <laughs> don't get fired <laughs> don't do this all right <laughs> like, yeah multiple times oh yeah <laughs> like, multiple times i had to do this because i saw because we sat in the green room and i you know and i know what was going on with, with my main man so i'm like i had to make sure it wasn't gonna come out like this and to his credit incredibly creative how he came up with these ways <laughs> on how to say call for somebody without even saying it incredibly creative it really really was i was very proud of him Hey, man, I didn't take all those improv classes for nothing. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not just Savine who can think quickly on his feet. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh, wow. Okay, so we actually didn't talk a whole lot of basketball on this episode, but we just had so many fun voicemails in our inbox that I wanted to get to some of the fun ones right out of the gate. We're going to follow this up with another voicemail episode, and there will actually be basketball-related <laughs> topics in that one. Uh, but we've got so much that we decided to split it up into two parts. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed this. Like, we've been talking about free agency and the Bulls pieces all week long. Hopefully, this was a nice little break where we could all just kind of, like, have fun and, you know, uh, make fun of each other and, and 
you know, do, you know, enjoy some some callers ca- calling in with Rock Auto reads and talking <laughs> talking about Lucy's and blue squares and this is I'm not gonna lie, this is one of my favorite Lockdown Bulls episodes ever. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's awesome, and you guys made it possible because with your voicemails, it made it one of his favorite shows ever. Great job, guys. Great job. Exactly. Exactly. Shout out to everybody who's calling in and texting in. We love interacting with you, our fellow Bulls fans. Uh, and if you can't remember, if I haven't burned it into your brain already, the number is 331-979-1369. Thanks to everybody for participating. We will get to some more voicemails in the next episode in your feed following this one. You can follow us on Twitter in the meantime. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. He's at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. From my co-host, Big Dave, I'm Matt. Thanks for listening. See Red. Be good. Peace out. Five, six, seven, eight. I can't hear you. You're trailing off. And did I catch a niner in there? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? No, it was cordless. So much ridiculousness. <laughs>